0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of Choked Out Radio Live. I am your host, Tim Russell, from the studios in Linden, New Jersey, broadcasting worldwide live on Blog Talk Radio. Please welcome to Choked Out Radio Live. We have a lot to talk about, a lot to talk about in the world of professional wrestling, which I'm not even including Lucha Underground, not even NXT for that matter, and a lot to talk about for those who are dual fans and also listen to my MMA podcast due to logistics. I couldn't really uh, upload an episode uh, this week um, to iTunes, but you will be hearing from me uh, because a lot's going on in that world as well with Anderson Silva being out, Chris Cyborg making her debut on Saturday Live from Brazil, and of course you have the heavyweight championship on the line with Fabrizio Verdum against Steve Miochik, but enough about that. I was at at a House of Glory show um this past Friday along with my good friend Henry Mello and also this you know if, if you're if you're in the tri-state area especially in the Brooklyn Queens uh, New York City area you know last week you had House of Glory live from NYC arena amazura you also have this this Friday Uh, Live from the Elks Lodge in Elmhurst, New York, we have the Recombination Wrestling, also known as BCW, the main event. One of the uh, individuals in the main event, EC Negro going one-on-one against Bill Dempsey, uh, whatever he calls himself now, versus Moose in a triple threat match, ladies and gentlemen. And last but not least, then you have May 20th, Tier 1 Wrestling. You have individuals involved with that. You have Khalid Conley, Matt Riddle. Uh, You also have... Homicide, Ruboy Riley, Darius Carter. So it is a who's who in the world of independent wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a great time to be a fan. Great time to be a fan. I'll open up my mini rants of Adam Rose. I'll let us call him Adam Cole, but no, I have him in mind for something else because uh, Ring of Honor Global Awards this past week and they'll be in Terminal 5 this weekend, this Saturday to be exact. But Adam Rose gets arrested for a domestic dispute after something that the wife said and no i don't know what happened put her hands in her face and he tried to make her hang up uh but hey he's being arrested right now rumors are swirling around swirling around whether he is going to get terminated you know we don't know all the facts i guess i i I don't know is there anything more that you need to know he was already serving a i believe a 60-day suspension for an illegal substance or steroids, him along with Connor from the Ascension. That is why the other guy, I forgot his name, he is with the social outcast replacing Adam Rose. Now, he was already on thin ice for tweeting his doctor's report. Uh, supposedly he didn't know this and that. And now this comes up. You know, so only so much you could do to WWE, you know, they want to maintain their reputation, maintain their sponsors Maintain their shareholders. So, my prediction, unfortunately, he's going to be another gentleman cut from World Wrestling Entertainment, along with Hornswoggle, Damian Sandow, Zeb Coulter, Cameron, Wade Barrett, but he wanted his early release anyway, Alex Riley, El Torito, and last but not least, Tontino Morella. And a lot of these guys are talented, just for whatever reason, were not over, have not gone over. Um, on the main roster. As a result, Vince McMahon also mentioned on his call with the shareholders that a few of the main uh, main inventors, John Cena, Seth Rollins, I think Randy Orton, and Bray Wyatt will be coming back this month, ladies and gentlemen. So, the rundown will be as simple. I'll be talking to E.C. Negro uh, for most of the first hour. In between, I'll talk a little bit about uh, my experience locally with the House of Glory show, if possible, and then during the second hour, i got a surprise guest, actually not a surprise, I'm letting you guys know right now, I'm having Kirby Delgado, good friend of mine, he's one of the admins for the YEP, or cornerstones of the YEP, I Like Wrestling Group, he's been on the show before, we're going to be talking more in depth about this Adam Rose case, and then we'll talk about some of the cuts, and then we'll talk about Extreme Rules up to this point, five matches have been announced, you have, uh, of course, the Heavyweight Championship, Reigns and AJ Styles. Of course, you have Kalista Rusev for the U.S. Uh, championship. You have Charlotte and Natalia in a submission bout, and then you have the New Day against the Vaudevillains. Villains. And last but not least, Ms. Cesaro, Zayn, and Owens in a Fatal Four. But last, but, I, but I'll talk about that later. First, my guest is online. East Negro, or King of New York, are you on the line, sir?
1: You know the King is here, baby. The King is in the house. <laughs> Uh, King Diego, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. No problem. And we, first of all, we all know that the pleasure is all yours, but let me tell you this Friday night, history is going to be made in the world's famous Elks Lodge. I know we're going to talk about a lot of different things, but I have to plug the big show, BCW, Brie combination wrestling, the King of New York, the main event, the main man in New York city going up against Bull James and Moose from Ring of Honor. And let me tell you, it's going to be a barn burner. Nice, nice. Who else
0: is going to there that you, that you know well,
1: Who else is what? Who else is going
0: to be on the show?
1: You think the king cares who else is on the show?
0: <laughs> Do you honestly
1: think that the king cares about who else is on the show besides the king of New York? The only thing that I care about is that in one night... I'm going to solidify my spot in New York City wrestling history as I defeat NXT and Ring of Honor in one night. That's wow. what I'm going to do come Friday night.
0: Wow, that's awesome. Live from the Elks Lodge in Elmhurst, New York, ladies and gentlemen. So, so tell us how you get involved with BCW?
1: How did I get involved with BCW? The simple, the promoter called me. He said he wants to book the best wrestler in the world. And I obliged because the money was right. The Benjamins were there, and the King of New York, EC Negro himself, is gonna show the world because I have a lot to prove. I have a big chip on my shoulder, my friend, and I'm gonna show the world that I am the king. Wow! Wow! Awesome! Awesome! So now let's talk about the beginnings
0: of the young EC Negro. So, who influenced you growing up? Is uh, there any particular wrestler that that you try to emulate or try to? Uh, if,
1: if any, if at all. You know, uh, to be really honest with you, I was fortunate enough to go, grow up in a household full of wrestling. You know, my brothers were very big uh, fans of wrestling, especially my brother Kevin. And uh, my father um, used to bring them to Madison Square Garden every month to see, you know, house shows when house shows actually meant something because you would see these uh, big events. So I I, I grew up seeing it all the time. My parents told me that my first words were Rocky Johnson and Don Morocco, which is pretty hilarious. So, you know, I was just born in a house full of wrestling and, and, and blessed enough to uh, fall in love with it at a very young age. All right,
0: ladies and gentlemen, so apparently we're having some technical difficulties, but I'm here while well, doing it live on the cell phone here, and uh, EC Negro was telling a great story. I'll have him call back in a few seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Just please hold on. All right, so. Uh, at last, what we were talking about What EC Negger was He's having a big show this coming uh, Friday at the Elks Lodge And we were talking about the origins of, of how he came about So hopefully once he'll call in I'll do it via the cell phone Ladies and gentlemen, hopefully It'll still be a great reception I'm sorry for the technical difficulties So now, with that being said Hopefully he chimes in Yeah, you're, Yes, you are hearing me now Because I'm using my unlimited data cell phone not this Skype, which time and time again once in a while it unfortunately uh lets me down so hey so thanks to the unlimited data of uh t-mobile hopefully you know i'm not not that they're sponsoring me but uh but hopefully at some point we will uh have ec Negro rejoin us it just took about five minutes and i said you know what screw skype screw those people and i'm going to you know give you guys the show that I've been waiting to do for a few weeks now. Hopefully he'll ch- call in. So hopefully once he uh, gets on, we'll continue this conversation. So now, as far as – while he gets on the line, as far as payback, you have Roman Reigns, you have the feud with AJ Styles, and then you have the whole Adam Rose situation. But There's so much to talk about. You know, I was at the House of Glory show with my good friend Henry this past Friday. Of course, what happened the night after – at um, at Evolve 61 at the Elk Lodge at the end with EC3 having his sh- uh, work shoot um, interfering in the match versus uh, with Johnny Gargano versus Drew Galloway setting up and setting up and a, a tag team matchup between TJP and Gargano versus uh, Drew Galloway versus Drew Galloway and and EC3. I thought it was good. Uh, you know, a lot of people were like, ooh and I, and I thought it was great what he said. He shot on, uh, you know, shooting on Build the Mott, shooting on Triple H, shooting on the original concept of NXT. Um, yeah, let's face it, in the beginning, yeah, they yeah, made it too much of a reality show with the, you know, everything that we spoke that, that we that were used to, challenges, and, and, and stupid puzzles, and stupid things like that, and at the end of the day, Derek Bateman, I believe was his name, and hey, you know sometimes you need a second chance in life to to really succeed and
1: and Drew Galloway
0: or Drew McIntyre and also EC3 uh Ethan Carter III has done a great job in TNA which is why like it's important you know that we have a you know to work our craft whether it's important to have a place to work our craft an alternative to world wrestling entertainment whether it's TNA or whether it's Ring of Honor whether it's lucha underground whether it's EVOLVE whether it's locally here, the house of glory, whether it's two, one wrestling, Jersey old pro, whatever the case may be, it's important for, you know, for you to work your craft because you want to prove to the machine, you want to prove to the Mac man's that they made a mistake in in cutting you. So, and hopefully, you know, hopefully, you know, these eight uh, wrestlers that I mentioned may, you know, they, you know, they may lose their passion. They may move into something else. They may get a college degree. they, they may, I don't know, they may teach someday. Who who knows? Who knows? But hopefully for those who have a passion or or for someone who was so close, to like a Wade Barrett before injuries just nagged the guy and just was put in meaningless feuds, ladies and gentlemen, and, and, and finally, you know, King Barrett asked for his release. So hopefully he does good things. Hopefully Sandow does good things. Alex, Alex Riley, I thought, would had a lot of promise. On the NXT show, on I believe it was season two, just never lived up to the hype. So, hey, if VC three can do it, if AJ Styles could do it, you know, you know, I know it took fourteen, fifteen years for him to arrive, but he finally arrived. You know, then then of course these individuals that were just cut can do it as well. So why not? Why not? AJ Styles wrestled on Jack or Metal, one of those shows, back in two thousand and one or, or whatever two, whatever the case may be didn't like the deal they gave him, worked his craft, wrestled all over the world. A couple of years later, he came back as the hottest free agent in pro wrestling, and and the rest is history. Yeah, they haven't really uh, used him to his potential, or he's been okay, but they've made him kind of mortal, but it's okay. It's all right. He is in a great spot right now. Usually the springtime is a slow time. For me, at least my perception, it's a slow time in the world of pro wrestling but uh at least in role in wrestling entertainment but this has been an interesting spring to say the least because they're experimenting with a lot of young talent you know there's always one thing there is one thing in order to uh you need stars to make stars i always say that you need stars to make stars so when the entry plague occurred this past fall and winter leading up into WrestleMania, you know, you, you had no choice, but to use who you got, but you had the Ortons, the Cesaro, the Cena's, the Rollins, the, the list goes on and on and on of individuals that were injured. And they, they did a great job. Still sold over 4 million in merchandise, still made, you know, over 10 million at the gate, still had um, over 1.8 million subscribers on the network, you know, had over 100,000 people in Jerry World and AT&T Stadium. So, you know, WrestleMania is not just a one-day event anymore. It's a, it's a week, and they, they keep adding and adding more and more to it. You have the NXT Friday. You have the Hall of Fame Saturday. You have the actual Mania Sunday. You have the Raw the night after. Before that, you have all this charity and all this media uh, commitments that you have during the week. So, so it's, it's a WrestleMania week. It's a wrestling week, so hey, what they got? They did a great job. Now, could have done a better job, of course. Were some of the decisions very questionable? Absolutely, very questionable. Should have Sasha Banks gone over? Absolutely, absolutely. Should AJ Styles gone over? Absolutely. Should they should they wrestle ten hours? Absolutely not. You know, <laughs> but because they are on the network, they were able to bend the rules a little bit. So, so there you go. So, that is on my releases. That is and all that. I'm still waiting on EC Negro to hopefully call in. Hopefully, I could figure that out or I could do it via the cell phone. Let's see. Um, so, that's that. Uh, I'll wait for him for a couple of seconds. And if not, I'll move on to my next topic, um, which is discussing the payback card. And then when he'll chime in, I'll, we'll, I'll table that and, and talk about that after. calls now hold on a second all right you see you bet you're on all right man you're on the air now i'm
1: sorry oh i'm finally on the air now congratulations (laughs) you've just graduated (laughs) yeah i I, i'm absolutely thrilled and honored right now (laughs) but it's all right man yeah things happen i understand my brother it's all good
0: Thank you, man. All right, brother. So as as we were talking about the last question before my ten
1: years ago when we were <laughs> talking, <laughs> we were
0: talking back in the day. So
1: <laughs> tell us the
0: origin? Tell us, tell us the origin of uh, of ECN related, to, sir.
1: Uh, I mean, you know, I was like I was telling you before. I think we got disconnected. I, my brothers were heavy into wrestling. My dad was into wrestling. Uh, my first words ever were Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas. Like I was all about wrestling. Like it's, it's, it's for real. Like my parents will tell you that that's the first thing they remember me saying and stuff. And I always just grew up around it. Mm -hmm. As I got older, I always used to do it in my living room. Obviously, you know, everybody has this dream and aspiration of being a wrestler. I went through the backyard stage of my career where uh, I was, I literally was like kind of being a promoter and, and like getting mattresses and putting them in like random places and having people come watch us wrestle (laughs) <laughs> and then and then I found this guy named Darren Quick who wrestles as Devious on the indie scene, and he's a very good friend of mine. And he introduced me to the Doghouse. Okay. So when I went to the Doghouse originally, it was to do this. It was to do a backyard thread called PCW. Okay. But some of the guys from there actually were guys that ended up getting noticed later on. Okay. So w- when we did TCW then we decided to do another company called um SEX which is Sports Entertainment Explosion it was like our backyard gimmick and homicide liked some of the guys so much that he asked he asked to train them and, and I was the the main guy that he approached about training and stuff like that so it it's like god works in mysterious ways man i couldn't afford training back then and i i got blessed enough to have homicide train me for free um it was really insane And he just breeded a lot of, he saw a lot of talent in some of the guys like Casey Blade and uh, All Money is Legal and and Devious. And there was a few other guys in there that did some stuff on the indies. Um, And then after that, you know, I met Casey Blade for the first time at the doghouse. The first time I met him, I actually gave him a German suplex, which is so so (laughs) stupid when you think about it. You know what I mean? Like, such a mark, you know, like, it's hilarious, though. And then we ended up having this great chemistry, me and him feuded with one another. And then uh, after we feuded with one another, we were told that we were going to team up together. And we we became uh, the Deadly Venoms first. And then after we were the Deadly Venoms, I was watching Monday Nitro at my crib, you know, back in the late 90s, early 2000s. And the Steve Martin movie came on called Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Okay. So then we, you know, I got the name from there and then, you know, and then the rest is history, then. Oh, wow.
0: That's great. That's great. And, and you know what's funny yeah. with, with AC Blade is a similar path. He had his, you know, he, you know, did what he did in the living room with his grandma and then did the backyard stuff, you know, with us. And then eventually, you know, graduated to, to you know, to meeting you in uni, the doghouse and, and the rest they say, is history. So, you know, your careers
1: are very parallel from that sense. And at least in- oh, and, and and they're supposed to still be parallel, you know, and I know that they'll be parallel again, but, you know, things happen, injuries happen, stuff like that. And I know he's going to be back sooner than, you know, later. It's as good as, as ever.
0: Good, good, good. I, I know, I know, I know. 100 percent, man, 100 percent. As far as, you know, coming up, I, I know you, you know, you, you grew up, you, you know, almost the same time, almost the same age as me. So as far as was there anything anything that you do now in the ring that 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 in you know it's influenced by
1: someone you watch earlier early in, in I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. I just grew up in in front of like real professional wrestling and when I say that I'm talking about WWF from the late seventies and WWF in the early eighties. That's what my brother was watching in the household. So when I grew up I was I was seeing a lot of Bob Backlund, uh like his whole title reign into when he transitioned to um, the Iron Sheik and then the Iron Sheik, you know, did the job for Hogan and then the whole new era started. So I, I've been watching that. I watch that type of wrestling and it's an art form and like people come to be entertained and, and, and see characters and things of that nature. It's very important.
0: No, I absolutely I agree. So, you know, I agree. There's a lot of psychology in, in today's um, in psychology in general involved in pro wrestling. Why do you think, uh, or what's the
1: difference between, uh, you know, from what, where, when we watch? Okay. It's very simple, because there's a lack of psychology nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, like back in the days, as, as, even as a youngster, you understood what was happening in matches and why it happened. You know, that's the beauty about wrestling. It's not about the 20-minute promo. It's really about the art of uh, performing in the ring and being able to communicate with an audience without literally telling them what's happening. So, nowadays, you have um, situations at hand where people do these astronomical moves so early in matches that, you know, what am I going to kick out of next? You know, like, I, what am I, I got to get hit with a with a, with a a car to, to kick out at two, you know what I mean? It, it, it's, uh, you, you understand what I'm saying? So, it's like th- that changed a million percent, brother. And back then, moves meant something. Things were done for a reason. Body parts were worked on um angles were told, you know, and and the most simplest angle if it's done the right way could get over where people are just connecting to what the wrestlers are doing. Sorry. Oh good, good.
0: Um all right, so as far as uh you know talk you know you were talking about tag team let's take a step back with uh Casey Blade. Um mm-hmm. so where do you think in today's state in today's age in um in wrestling so as far as from a tag team perspective
1: well, you know, tag team is my love. I, you yeah. know, tag team, I love it, bro. Like it's it's my passion, and I um I miss it a lot. Yeah. Um, what's missing is that teams don't stick together for long periods of time anymore. You know, when we were growing up, and it it's so cliche, and it makes me sound like I'm two thousand years old, but when we were growing up, you know, teams <laughs> were together their whole careers. Right. Exactly. The, the Road Warriors were together. The freaking Rockers had a good run with each other. Demolition had a good run with each other. The Steiner brothers were together forever. Harlem Heat had a huge long stint. I I mean, I could go on. That's just WCW tag teams. The Bulldogs, the Hart Foundation, the Killer Bees, the Greg Valentine, Blues Beefcake, the Wild Samoans, you know, like so many teams. And on the Indies especially, there's a lack of teams. And also, what you see in WWE right now is that they throw two guys together and make them a team, and that people I don't think believe in that as much as when uh, it's two guys that come up, you know, either from the system or from a different territory to uh, to show that they're one unit together.
0: I agree with you I, you know sometimes once in a while like you may get something like The New Age Outlawers just put those two guys together and, and they have chemistry but the other other time nine times out of 10
1: that doesn't work you know what I mean it sucks because makeshift guys are usually just two guys that are either really over or two guys that don't really have anything going on for them so they throw them together right and you know and it, it's just it it's sad you know because I really feel like uh, tag team wrestling is a very special art form, and it's it's being lost right now in some ways. But there are a lot of great teams right now, in the up and coming too that I, I think could save wrestling.
0: I agree. I agree. You know, even like the you know, the Hog Show that I saw on you know on Friday, even though some of those guys, some of those teams, just just on that alone, you know,
1: EYFBO is a special team. Uh, private Party is going to be a very good, like they're good, but they're going to be a very good team. Yeah. If they yeah. if they stick together, you know, and there's a lot of great. I mean, like there's a lot of great up and coming tag teams. It all just uh, really, it just really depends on where you're at and if if those people have a love for it.
0: Good, good. All right, man. So I'm just doing this off, off, top, off the top of my head. So as That's far fine, as, brother. as far as your goals, like, what are your goals? Um, uh, you know, is it, you
1: know, is it the machine? Is it the big time?
0: I mean, what is it? Ring of Honor, TNA, like, you know, what are, what
1: ultimate goals? I've done Ring of Honor before, um, and I'm very proud of what I've done for my career. My career, um, went pretty well, even though I took off a few years at time for private reasons, but (laughs) you see what's going on with wrestling right now. Like, you're very attentive. You see that a lot of guys are getting signed and I want to get signed. Yep. There's no doubt in my mind that that's the mind frame and that's the goal. And uh, that's the mentality right now, and I, I honestly believe that um, things are going so well as the king of New York that it's it's more than possible to happen. Good,
0: good, good, man. So you know we're we're in a, yeah. You, know, you could argue depending on who you ask that we're in a boom period. You know,
1: similar. Or I think or... it's I think it's beginning. It's it we're in the beginning phases of the boom period. I'm not going to say that we're in the boom period yet because everybody's eating in the boom period. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. No, I, I'm being serious because there were a few times that the boom period happened. You know, obviously, when WWE at the time was running up against uh, WCW and ECW, right? It trickled down into the Indies. You know what yeah. I mean? TNA and, and ROH were never like really major companies for WWE. By the time they, you know, those companies developed wwe was on a, another level but yeah. if those two companies would have saw wwe maybe at the at the same time when they if they were all developing a boom era for that too because they 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 provide three different great products and then we also have lucha underground right now which is fantastic it's a completely different concept to how they do things yeah so it's starting to happen you know and god willing i'm going to be a part of it
0: Good, good, man, good. I'm excited for you, I, you know, and I think so. But do you think, you know, realistically, you know, with the internet, with all, you know, with Netflix and Hulu Plus, you know, you know, I, I remember seeing a Raw,
1: uh, Rock and Trish, you know, Triple H, oh, the right, or whatever it
0: is, or, or Triple H Trita, uh Triple H and,
1: uh, and. I know what you're saying, brother. Yeah, for yeah, sure. With
0: the ratings like eight point something. Will, you, will we ever get to that point? You think again? I think the only way that we're gonna.
1: I, I think the only way that we're going to truly get to that point again is to have uh, real competition and to also have, you know, independent promoters working together to, to bring the territories back so we could ship guys around, and <laughs> guys could really develop not only through, you know, the performance center stuff like that, but back in the days, you were developing on the road. We are going to different towns, learning from different promoters, learning how to do things. And then if you were over enough, this promoter would recommend you to the next promoter. It was a great situation back then. Guys were getting a lot of work. And I think it's harder now for guys in the independents to get uh, steady work.
0: Right. Do you see people... um... Like you, you focus on the northeast. Do you ever expand outside of northeast once in a while, or, or do you expand? Yeah, it? I've
1: done. I've, I'm, I'm in the works of doing a lot of stuff right now, mm-hmm. but I've done it before. Um, and the one thing that I want to say is that, you know, there's certain like problems that happen on the indies. Like a lot of promoters run against each other, yeah. and they shouldn't, because you're taking paydays away from the boys, and then you're taking paydays away from yourselves. You know. If you're running a show two or three miles apart from one another and you're running the same night, you're splitting the fans in half. Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: I agree. I agree. You always have a lot of these events locally, even locally. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna you know call out people, but a lot of organizations have shows on the same night, and I agree that you. you're splitting the fans in
1: half. And you know, if you would have had a super show, you'd have doubled or tripled you know your attendance. You know, God, you know, God willing, if the product was good enough or if there was a big enough buzz behind it, you know what I mean. But right. But, uh, yeah, it's a a great time. The, The New York indie scene is very hot right now. It's a great time to be involved with that.
0: So now, if I was to... Thanks, man. If I was to or not me let's say hypothetically let's say someone wants to get in the business like what do you uh you know being that you've been you know you're a veteran. you've been around a long time
1: what's your advice coming you know to, to those young guys to get up? us to if to do it if you re- first of all to do it if you really want to do it and understand that there's not money in it right away and you have to do it because of the love and the desire that you possess in your heart for professional wrestling Not because it's cool, not because you're trying to look cool amongst your friends or say that you're a wrestler, but because you genuinely want to make something of yourself, whether just on the independent scene or, you know, in the TNAs and the ROHs or even with the machine, you know, like you have to have the heart and the desire to do it. And then after that, I would definitely recommend that you find a school that's going to make you work hard so that you're ready and prepared when you actually get released onto the Indies you know, it's, it's very backwards now.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) Um, As far as, is there a timeline or I guess it all depends on the learning curve of the
1: person, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, three months is way too soon. I I think in all honesty, I mean, I'd say probably like six months to a year um, and have them like, I mean, but it all depends on the guy you're, you're, you're right. in some, in some instances, if the guy's an amazing athlete and, picks it up quickly, then you'll probably feel more comfortable with putting him into a situation like that. But you should want to make sure that you, you kind of have your basics down packs so that when you go in there, you know how to defend yourself, you know how to bump the right way, and things of that nature.
0: And then let's say, you know, being the Tour of Pro, you, being the Tour of Veteran of this business, as far as um, for individual like myself or individuals like I, – I, really, I I, really see, like, just like, you think, just like you say, there's a boom as far as the, the wrestlers themselves – there's a lot of uh, I don't want to say money to be made, but there's a lot of opportunity whether it's uh, ring announcing or whether it's podcasts or whether it's
1: yeah for yeah. for sure and you know I I'm- I want to I want to I I, first of all I, I as a worker I appreciate what you do I appreciate the fact that you take you know time out of your week to devote to professional wrestling and promoting it on all different levels because you right. speak about a lot of different things so I appreciate that right. and. No, you're very welcome, man. I mean, it's the truth, you know what I'm saying? So sure. th- that's fantastic. But at the same time, you know, everybody helps everybody. You're helping us, whether you realize right. it or not, talking about yep. us. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's yep. all yep. good, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: Now, uh, you, know, you know I'm also a big fan of MMA. Do you think MMA has impacted, you know, of, of course, you know, we, we're in the bubble or, or in the bubble of a boom. Do you think it's impacted um wrestling to an
1: extent as well as far as attendance. Yeah, it, it it's impacted wrestling in positive and negative ways, just the the UFC coming, uh well really just MMA in general because Pride was out and, and different things of that nature were out. And then yeah. you know when the when the UFC originally came out there wasn't really rules or regulations to it. It was just kinda like street fighting.
0: Yeah. yeah. And
1: when once once UFC became sport where people were literally training and backgrounds and developing themselves in order to try to get into the UFC, then it started affecting wrestling in a lot of ways because before then, um, <coughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, but nothing was really, nothing was really messing with wrestling back then. Right. And then once MMA became real and the excitement and the quick knockouts and the tap outs, it affected wrestling in some positive ways and it affected wrestling in some negative ways. Because a lot of wrestlers tried to become MMA fighters. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being wrestlers and workers, you know what I mean? So the the, the whole aspect of things changed of that nature, you know what I mean? And for for some good ways and and in and, and my opinion, some bad ways too.
0: I agree with you. Maybe like that person born in the nineties, instead of saying, Hey, I'm gonna
1: you know, I'm gonna train to be a wrestler, they're gonna
0: they gonna they rather go to, you know, Aka or or whatever team quest and, and become an MMA fighters. You
1: know? Right, for sure. Cause I and I tell this to you know uh, especially the ladies. You know I tell them this all the time. <laughs> 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 no, but I, I, I'm just being silly. But I'm not being silly. I'm being I'm being completely honest. I tell the ladies all the time, you know that if I was if if MMA was hot when I started training for wrestling, I probably would have did that too. It's just awesome. it, you know it's awesome you know you you feel you're in control of your own destiny exactly. whereas in wrestling you know you're you're in control of yourself to some extent, but you also have to rely on a promoter or or a booker you know having faith in you exactly. and having you perform on a high level you know
0: exactly exactly i i agree with you i think it pushes you know you've uh,
1: agreed uh, with the king on everything, brother, you know why because the king is the most intelligent man in the world, daddy. <laughs>
0: I don't disagree
1: one
0: thing. <laughs> good, man. So, um, if, if let's say if a promoter wanted to book you, a promoter is listening, where how how can they reach you?
1: Oh, they can reach me in a lot of different ways. First of all, I'm going to give out the shoot email gimmick. You know, uh, that's that's Jarell J O R E L dot Arroyo A R R O Y O seven one four at Gmail dot com. And then, obviously, on Facebook, you can find my fan page at the King of New York, EC Negro, as well as um, my Facebook page for um, for the Facebook gimmick, which is jarell King of uh, K O N Y Arroyo. You can find me on Instagram and on Snapchat at EC Negro K O N Y, and then on the Twitter gimmick at Long Live the King of N Y. So nice. that's all of them. That's all of them. And if you want my cell phone number and <laughs> social security, I'll give you that shit too, you know? <laughs> that, hey
0: man, I just, you know, you never knew he was listening, so I just want to make sure just to make sure. I, I
1: appreciate it. Nah, it's awesome. I think I covered everything. <laughs> if my address is, <laughs> good. I have so many of those, bro. But yeah, social media is so important to wrestling, bro. Like that's where our, our fan base is at, man. And it, it's been picking up a lot of steam in the last few months. I agree. I'm I agree. looking forward to giving the fans a lot of the king. You know, they're not going to be able to get enough from me soon. So I'm looking <laughs> forward to that too.
0: You, know, you brought up a good point as far as the internet and, and the
1: so-called IWC. Do you think they've uh, hurt
0: uh, wrestling? Both. Or, or Both. Wrestling or help, you know?
1: Because wrestling's an art form, and it, you know, like I, I hate when when the marks try to like put wrestlers down to get themselves over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got it. Like. First of all, you pay to see the king. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it real. You're paying to see the king, so keep your opinion and your mouth shut and let the king do do what he do. You know what I mean?
0: Yep. <laughs> agreed, man. Agreed. Agreed. But
1: in some ways, it's great too because they, you know, they spread videos, they share videos, they talk about it with their friends, they start message boards, they talk about it. So there's a lot of great aspects in, in, into it too. But then there's a lot of negatives like sometimes the dirt sheets are the best you know why do you want to know what happens before it happens whatever happened to the element of surprise and like genuinely loving seeing something happen you know what i'm saying it's it's just it's weird to me man
0: i know they gave away you know i, I i'm guilty i you know I, I post
1: spoilers or or you know or well uh, stop doing it jackass <laughs>
0: I stopped the past week or so, you know, I really really wanted
1: to... No more spoilers, man. Come on, (laughs) shit. Do like the post-game wrap-up show, and you can talk about it all you want. But don't give the damn spoilers, you know. I I, I mean, it's just, why do you think that the ratings are in the threes and in the twos instead of the eights and in the nines? I'll tell you why. Because I could go on the internet and I could read about it, three days before it happened. So people aren't going to want to tune in and watch that shit. You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Now, uh, regarding, um, yes, I know. am the most handsome man in the world, but go on. <laughs>
0: no do you think a show like a SmackDown should be
1: at least,
0: at least when we live, when we taped or, or, or all live to avoid that? Or what do
1: you think? You know, least, uh, I think, you know. I think that, you know, when it comes to television, uh, paying for commercials is very expensive. Paying for airtime is very expensive, and sometimes you have to tape. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing that sucks is that, you know, back in the days they would tape, and not a lot of people would hear about it because there was no internet. So even when people would hear about it a month later in Pro Wrestling Illustrated, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? People like really marked out to it. I can't believe this happened, mm-hmm. and they saw they saw three pictures of it. And read an article about it and were more mesmerized than actually watching it because now you can read about it, you know, 10 seconds after it happened. Oh, my God, Eric Young just debuted and everybody's posting about it 30 seconds later. It shows you how crazy and how quick the Internet is now. And that's a good thing. And that's also a bad thing. Exactly. Exactly. So one last time,
0: tell us about the show um, on Friday.
1: Man, Brie Combination Wrestling, BCW, we have a a really solid lineup. Um, I think it's a great independent show. And I'm, I'm speaking about that as a worker. You know, in my opinion, every single worker who is on the show is very talented. And I like what they did with the lineup. I think it's very creative and it's going to be a different product. And I think a lot of people are genuinely going to enjoy the old-school aspects of it and and what we're trying to bring to the table. It's at 8220 Queens Boulevard. That's the Elks Lodge Friday night, May 13th. As BCW presents, Friday the 13th, uh, I'm in the main event. I'm wrestling Bull James from NXT as as well as um, ROH and New Japan Pro Wrestling Standout Moose that's going to be fantastic. We're doing the first ever flight night match uh, which is a completely different concept. It's six guys that start off the match at the same time but after the first guy gets the pinfall he's out of the match. Uh, The second guy that gets a pinfall will then go on later on to fight the guy who got the first pinfall in a one-on-one match. Winner of that goes to the finals of uh, the flight night tournament which we're going to have uh, six or seven shows from now. And there's some pretty good names in there. Pinky Sanchez, Black G, Sebastian Cage is an up-and-coming guy. He's really good. Isaiah Cassidy from Private Party, former Hog Tag Team Champion, as well as Smiley and uh, and Sam Shields. So that's a very good matchup to a lot of different styles. Um, Monster Mayhem match, we have uh, Mike Orlando, who's probably one of the best unsigned guys right now going up against TJ Marconi, who's the former Ace Heavyweight Champion, as well as the current um NYWC heavyweight champion, Stockade, and from uh, two KW Riot Rays, and these guys are all big guys that could work, so I think that's gonna be a solid match as well. We have Eric Jaden um, going one on one with uh the selfie super the selfie superstar to hot Steve Scott uh certified sexy is going one on one with the caveman in Montaquia known as the Super Savages. Uh EA James, the ultimate challenger. He's fighting the Greek god Papadon. Um Blake Morris is going one on one with General Romero. And then we have uh the Grim Reaper fighting Danny DeMonto. and the woman's match which is MJ Jenkins versus the current NYWC women's champion, uh Willow Nightingale. So it's a pretty solid show it's from top solid. to bottom. Yeah, it's, it's come solid. on, baby. Yeah, man, it's solid, bro. You know, and uh, we're we're excited about it, and uh, I'm super excited about uh, what you know how New York wrestling is going to change because of BCW.
0: That's good, man. It's good, and I, and I I always have the old saying in order like uh,
1: to to make
0: in order if you you know in order to make stars you need stars, and I think you, have, you guys do a great job of
1: of having a great card with, uh, you know, the veterans and,
0: and some of the younger
1: guys, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. It's about mixing and matching and and um, coming up with the right formula, you know what I'm saying? So I, I think I think that uh, the card, the way that it's structured, it's a pretty good job, you know? They did a pretty good job of that. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for
0: being on the show. And I know, sorry about the circumstances, but uh, I I may Now
1: let me tell you something, Jay Brown. And I'm going to tell you something real quick. Don't you ever in your life waste the King's time. You know, first of all, the King was getting massaged by some of the finest Latinas that the Bronx has to offer straight baby oil, Johnson and Johnson to the calves, the legs, the whole nine yards. And you're, and I get this phone call from you, and you're telling me, you know, Negro, you're begging me, please be on my show right now. Please, please, yep. <laughs> you're like, I can't, you know, this guy canceled on me. I need you, King. I need you to save my show right now. <laughs> and what do we do? We broke the show. The show broke. <laughs> we broke the show broke. Happened. We definitely broke the internet because everyone, and this is, and I'm shooting from the hip. Everyone wants to hear what the King has to say. The King is the most over guy in professional wrestling right now, and there is nothing that you or anybody could do about it.
0: Awesome. Awesome, man. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it.
1: Hell, King Negro. (laughs)
0: All right, brother. Take care. All right. So that was the c ladies and gentlemen. Uh, great guy. Uh, all, you know, we spoke a little bit about everything. Um, it was all, and it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, awesome to have him on the show. As far as a breed combination wrestling show coming on uh, on Friday live at, I guess, starting at eight, eight o'clock uh, from the Elks Lodge. Um, looks like I'll be there as of right now. I will you know, I have to double check a couple of things and I'll be, I do have a long day in Jersey, but I should be able to make it. So I'm happy to have him on and, and you know, and he's right. Uh, he's right a hundred percent. A lot of the things, you know, the tag team, they don't stick together. A lot of people they just get thrown together. And unfortunately, you know, it doesn't work a lot of the times. It also um, it's good that there's a lot of places to work, whether it's TNA or whether it's Ring of Honor or whether it's, um House of Glory here locally or whether it's Lucha underground. So there's a lot of great talent uh, on the independent scene. And, and MMA has done has taken away a lot uh you know from from the wrestlers so to speak and also uh the internet has also hurt and also benefited from, from pro wrestling as well. So you know there's a lot we had he had a lot of great content. So I really appreciate him having him on the show. Um, ladies and gentlemen So if you're in the area Please, uh, BCW Breed Combination Wrestling Check it out Check it out, ladies and gentlemen um, Alright, so I have about four minutes till my next guest, Curvin Delgado From the Yep, I Like Wrestling Group um, So it was pretty good, it was pretty good. Uh, Great first guest So now we'll talk about more in detail More about the machine More about uh, what's going on in the world Of the WWE So to speak um, should be good. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited, of course, with Extreme Rules, as I was mentioning. Uh, we have Roman Reigns going against AJ Styles. Uh, of course, you have the the Usos and him against the, the club, which there's going to be a big payoff. I just don't know what, what it is. We all don't, do not know what it is. I don't know if it's going to be uh, Finn Balor coming in. I don't know if Balor and AJ and Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows are going to join together. I don't know. Maybe perhaps the WWE is planning on signing Kenny Omega. Maybe maybe even Generation Me, a.k.a. the Young Bucks. You know, who knows? Maybe maybe they sign Adam Cole. Maybe Adam Page. Who knows what's the big payoff in this feud? But I'll tell you what, since the NWO uh, has, you know, has defunded, you know, since maybe that mafia in TNA has defunded since Ace and Ace, that was a terrible, terrible faction. Um, since they defunded, this has been the coolest thing since the NWO, and even trademarked the too sweet. How smart is that? How smart is that, ladies and gentlemen? So they made it cool again. They're like this generation's NWO of the 2000s or the 2010s, so to speak. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's a great feud. Um, of course, unfortunately. We all want to see AJ Styles defeat Roman Reigns and become the world heavyweight champion. We had a, we had a great couple of shows. First, you had uh, the Usos and Reigns against the club, so to speak. Same matchup on SmackDown. after have good chemistry, the six of them. And then they had a Survivor Series elimination match on Monday. I know it's a little rerun. I thought they could have saved that for another show. What they should do is just break up the six of them and just have separate matches. You could do that in one day. Which which you could even do if I was in that position, I would even do a hey, Roman Reigns would have to face uh, at least two out of the three, and if he beats both of them in separate matches in the same night, you could add some type of stipulation because you know you have to up the ante from payback to an extent. I know it's an extreme rules, but you have to you have to do something. You have to add something at least. I don't know. I don't know what what it could be, but but you have to up the ante so to speak. So you have that going on right now. And, of course, with the news during Vince McMahon's conference call in the sense that you uh, have Cena coming back, Rollins coming back, Wyatt coming back, and I believe Orton coming back, that is why they probably did those roster cuts. And even when they come back, they'll still have, even with those cuts, they'll have one of the largest rosters ever. Uh, you have the guys on Raw, of course, the same guys on SmackDown. And, of course, you have those in-between guys, or those guys who are just coming up, the villains you have Apollo Cruz um you have Baron Corbin of course you have Big Cass and Enzo Amor, uh Big Cass and Enzo Amore who was recovering from a concussion so you have a lot going on you have a lot going on so who knows what happens but there is going to be there is going to be a big payoff I I believe Finn Balor's going to get the Sasha Banks treatment in the sense that he's going to fight Samoa Joe and I believe it's signed, sealed, be delivered in the next takeover show in June, next month, and I believe he's going to lose that bout, and he will eventually be on the main roster. He will be on the main roster. So I believe that's what's going to happen with Finn Balor. The question becomes, does AJ turn heel and join Balor and Anderson and Gallos? Is he heel and goes against AJ? Does AJ go heel and is he face? There's a lot of different elements, a lot of different angles they could take, and I think it'll be good. I don't think it'll be like NWO in 2002, how in, in the WWE how it was just corny. It was just, it was already, it was already watered down from the Wolfpack, already watered down from Black and Silver, already watered down from the LWO. So, with that being said, and then they did, it, then they also did it on the in the WWE, which is horrible. When they brought back the original three, it was cool. And leading up into WrestleMania, it was a great feud. But then afterwards, like, eh, you know what I mean? I, I just felt I just felt at that point, it was so watered down. Some, You know, it was great while it lasted. You know, great for a couple of months. But after that, you know, not worth it. Um, all right, so now I'm waiting on my second guest. We'll talk a little bit more in depth about, Uh, the state of world wrestling entertainment. We'll get into the releases and the Adam Rose situation. Hopefully he calls, you know, he calls in we'll see. Hopefully he can get it done. Let's see. He should be calling in at 10. Um, So we'll see. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So let's see, let's see if he calls in. I'll give him another 30 seconds. And then I'll, I'll just move on to my next thing. All right. So while he calls in, let's talk about the next contest. You have the fiddle four-way between Cesaro and The Miz and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, who, in my opinion, has been carrying, <laughs> besides Seth Rollins, he's the number two guy, carrying this company and, and working, workhorse, night in, night out, throughout the world, not just the United States, throughout the world. You know he came up. He was the NXT champion, and he eventually lost the NXT championship. And then after he lost it, you know, Fourth of July show, I believe, to Finn Balor, and then he eventually became the Intercontinental Champion, lost it, won it back, and then still feuding, you know, won it back at a, a couple of weeks leading up into Fastlane, because Dean Ambrose was in that match with Reigns and Lesnar, and then lost it at WrestleMania to Zack Ryder for a shock moment. And then from there, from there, ladies and gentlemen, he, you know, now he's, you know, he's a, he had a feud with that, match, his matchup with Sami Zayn. And now because of what what transpired at payback, he, uh, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, uh, did not, um, now there's a fitter forward for the championship. So he's on the line right now. Kevin Delgado. I'm gonna see if I can have him. Uh, give me one second. I'm. Just, I'm seeing. If I can I need to call my cell phone. Hold
1: on. Let's see if this works. Let's see
0: if this works. I'm see if I can have him call in, similar to E. C. Negro, and then finally we could we could have her, have our thing. Let's see. This is the craziest thing because right now. I'm live on Blog Talk Radio, but I'm literally on my cell phone. That, that's <laughs> very insane, very insane. So well, hopefully, let's see. Let's see if this works.
1: All right. I'm going to merge
0: the call. That's that's the goal here. And hopefully, I could have you, I could have him on the line, which will be real interesting. So let's see. So he'll, he'll be my second guest. So if I had EC Negro, you know, we spoke. You know, from nine oh five to like nine ten, and then we spoke again from nine twenty until um, nine fifty. So you know, or we, we around there in that range. So so far so good, and hopefully we you know we we get to talk about a couple of things. So hold on, let's see if you can you can do it. Let's see. Hold on a second, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Yeah. So. So, you have that matchup for the IC championship. Oh, and the, and the Miz, I'm sorry. Uh, so, you have Miz, Cesaro, Owen, Zane. So, they brought in Maurice. They brought in Maurice. And, you know, I don't like the Miz. I, I mean, I'm not a fan of the Miz. You know, he's a decent worker, I guess, but am not a fan of him. But Maurice, he makes him somewhat more interesting. Um, and because she's on Total Divas, I don't see her – I don't see him losing the championship Eddie. Time soon. Hold on a second, Kerbin. You are you there? Kerbin, are you there?
1: Hello, I'm here.
0: Yeah. All right. Good. Good. Excellent. Good man. I got you on. I was
1: saying. I was saying that uh, the interview with uh, E. C. Negro was very entertaining.
0: Good, man. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I don't know. What was Welcome that? to blog talk radio. Oh. Please enter your host pin. When finished, right. press the pound key. Oh. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you fine. All right, cool. I don't know. All right. Yeah, man. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for chiming in. Thank you for listening in. Um, uh, you know, he's a great friend. Oh, I guess the internet finally works on, uh, but it's okay. We'll stay on the phone. Um, all right, man. So, uh, Let's talk about um, extreme rules. So I spoke about Roman Reigns a little bit. Um, uh huh. What are your thoughts on on that whole situation with with uh, Roman Reigns and and AJ Styles and you know we all <coughs> know that we all know this not going to win the belt, which is unfortunate. But what do you think will be the end outcome? What do you think it's the you know the end the end result? Will we see Finn Balor? What do you think?
1: Well, I, I think it's going to be uh, Roman Reigns going over, and he's going to. Have have um, several series of matches with AJ Styles, both on um, on TV and at live events. The whole point of this whole feud is uh, AJ Styles being a filler for Roman Reigns until the big dogs come um, back. Bray Wyatt. Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, John Cena. Not saying AJ Styles is not a big dog, because AJ Styles has impressed me big time um, mm-hmm. since his um, his debut in January. Obviously, he had a great career with TNA, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and other uh, independent affiliates. But right now, he's basically a carpenter trying to build up Roman Reigns to the next level. He had a great match with Roman Reigns at Payback that I was very impressed with. I strongly believe they're going to have a great match at Extreme Rules, and I see the end result being Roman Reigns pinning AJ Styles, and AJ Styles uh, feuding with one of the big dogs that are going to be returning soon, which I mentioned earlier, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, uh, Seth Rollins, or John Cena.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, I I agree. Do you – they call it the club, or AKA the Bullet Club. Do You see a Finn Balor appearance at some, uh, you know, at
1: all? You think, or you think it'll happen after the feud? Like, what do you think? I I think I think this is the best way to bring up Finn Balor. Um, I don't think Finn Balor should be brought up by himself. It's best to put him in a, uh, in a stable, and the best stable to put him in is in the club, since he's very familiar with all three gentlemen, Gallows, Anderson, and Stiles. Um, there you can hide his weaknesses, and you can, you can um, bring out his strengths a lot better. Not only that, if you bring him out by himself, you don't know what the crowd reaction is going to be um obviously someone you know most people will say that his crowd reaction will be great but you just never know it's easier in my opinion to uh bring someone out in a stable than by themselves so i think at the end of the day after he finishes his angle with samoa joe i think his last match with samoa joe will be at the next takeover and then after that he will be brought up to the main roster some way some capacity as a member of the club
0: I agree with you. I, I was talking about it before you get, uh, called in. I think he'll get the Sasha Banks
1: treatment. He'll, he'll get his rematch. Mm-hmm. And
0: he'll be, exactly. be like a song, and then he'll move on to the main roster. So
1: Exactly. And then when uh, when he's actually over as a heel, as a member of the club, then you can make him a face, and you can bring back the demon, uh, Finn Balor. And you can exactly. actually treat him like you do now, right now at NXT. The same exact way they did with Sasha Banks.
0: Exactly, exactly, man, exactly. Now with Roman Reigns, I know uh, the sixty-five million dollars question is: Do you think he'll ever turn heel? Or you think he'll? he I don't know. Well, what do you, do you think will be? A, continue to be a tweener. What do you? Do you think,
1: what do you think? I, I think I think tweener will be the. I think tweener is the best term to actually um, label Roman Reigns because yep. he, he goes. He's going to get cheered. and He's going to get booed. But then again, John Cena, same way with him. John Cena, he could, go, he could go into New York City right now and perform, and he's going to get booed. But if you put him in Sacramento, California, he's going to get nothing but cheers. So I think it all depends on where Roman Reigns is. I, I think he's going to be a face for a long time. I really don't see him being a heel. They're going to, they're going to squeeze every ounce of, the orange, out of uh, the orange juice out of the orange to get Roman Reigns over. Um, that's why you have an AJ Styles wrestling Roman Reigns right now after WrestleMania to build up his, his matches. Um, I personally think Roman Reigns is not a bad wrestler. I think he's actually a good wrestler for the amount of time that he's wrestled. Yeah. But I strongly believe he's going to be a face for a long time, and he's going to have the title for a long time, maybe all the way till next WrestleMania. Oh,
0: wow. Oh, wow. I was thinking SummerSlam, but you're thinking past that. So well.
1: Well, I I think there's a shot of him going. To, I really don't see anyone taking the title away from him. The only way I can see the title being taken away from him if 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 the ratings are extremely low. Um, they were very low with Seth Rollins, and they didn't take the title away from Seth Rollins. He was hurt. Yeah. Um, they actually have when it comes to the title, and especially with their young stars like a Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, they like to have the title on that those individuals for a long time. And it takes a while for them not to put it on, you know, on him. Or what they might do is have him lose the title at Royal Rumble and do the whole build up of him being an underdog and him winning it again at WrestleMania. That can also happen, too, but time will tell.
0: Right, exactly, exactly, man, yeah. So, um, so let's transition to the IC. So um, we had a great, uh, you know, great two matches, or, or at least the Zane Owens match, stole the show. We saw it together at, um, at Legend's. Uh, and uh-huh. of course, afterwards, Kevin Owens uh, you know, stuck around for the Cesaro Miz mm-hmm. match. It was okay. It was what it was, but the mm-hmm. point it was that, uh, of course, Sami Zayn attacked him later on, and eventually now we're going to have a 3 or 4 with the four of them. Do you see the Miz uh, losing the championship um, on May 22nd? Do you see him, because of Maurice, because of Total Divas, having somewhat of a decent reign?
1: It, it, it's possible. Um, I think if the title does uh, change hands it's probably going to go to Sami Zayn mm-hmm. um I was actually disappointed when The Miz won the title after Zack Ryder winning it at WrestleMania I thought that know. Zack Ryder winning at WrestleMania was a was a curveball yeah. and we were all we all struck out looking cuz no one yep. had no one saw that look no one saw that coming yep. and I really wanted Zack Ryder to have the title for a long time but I, I, I the thing with The Miz is he's a great talker Uh, He's one of the most underrated talkers in the history of wrestling. Putting Maurice with him makes him even better. And then you have the IC title on him. Um, I felt Kevin Owens had a great run with the title. The Miz, in my opinion, makes a great champion. Sami Zayn, to me, is probably the next coming of Daniel Bryan. I I really feel that inside. And Cesaro has impressed me a lot since he came back. His personality has been times tennis before his injury um, this is a man who's shown a lot of charisma obviously he's always had the in-ring ability but his yeah. charisma has been is at an all-time high he's someone who's who's he's someone that he's very capable of becoming the ic champion and, and they like to play hot potato with the ic title i wouldn't if i was the booker i wouldn't have Miz lose the title Definitely want to have him pinned, but watch out for Sami Zayn. There's something about him that I feel um, he's been the crowd in the next several months. Um, not Daniel Bryan-like, but something right. near it. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. And I agree with you with Cesaro. I think ever since that uh, interview with uh, that podcast with Vincent Austin, uh, as far as lacking uh, of ground, uh, he's really taken that personal and really, you know, really stepped up his game. You know, even before his injury, he was, he was doing well with John Cena. He had, to me, one of the matches of the year, the, the back-to-back Raws in, in June. And then, you know, and his, his matches was uh, Kevin Owens. And now, and then coming back, you know, he's been on money, on point every night. Uh, oh, the- I, I,
1: I, de- I definitely agree with that. And I recall watching a YouTube video, uh, I don't really remember where it was, where um, he mentioned somewhere where he said that try to find your weakness and just improve on it. And everyone knows what his weakness is, and it was definitely his uh, his ability to talk and and be charismatic. And it looks like he's been working on that.
0: Yep, exactly. Exactly, man. Let's transition to uh, the U.S., uh, which is uh, Kalisto one-on-one against mm-hmm. um, against uh, Rusev, which Liga mm-hmm. Nations broke up, Barrett left. We'll talk about that in a little bit. So what do you, do you think Rusev will retain the championship? And I guess, this, to me, it's like a rebuild almost because Rusev was kind of like – lost in the shuffle with the league of nations Do you think there's like a reset of his character to an extent you think you think he'll win the belt back i i
1: i've i've been impressed with rusev since um since he had the promo with the rock um yeah. at raw in brooklyn i think it was sometime last year yeah. um he's obviously a lot better with lana um yeah. him and lana are a perfect match yep um, I personally think there's a very good shot of him winning the title. Um, I'm very impressed with Kalisto as well. Uh, I remember when I first saw him in NXT, I said to myself, and I also said in the, uh, yep, I Like Wrestling Facebook group, that he's the next coming. Of, he's next, yep. And I said that with Kalisto on board, WWE doesn't need to hire Rey Mysterio again. That's yep. how high I was with Kalisto. But, I personally think this title needs to be regenerated in some way somehow. Kalisto mm-hmm. doesn't have um doesn't have the fans backing enough to carry that title I feel. And Rusev with Lana I personally think is a great match, and I personally think they should um, be able to capture the uh, U.S. title, well, Rusev, that is. And to open the door for a John Cena-Rusev feud, have Rusev beat, Rusev beat John Cena a couple of times, and then yep. John Cena wins it at a pay-per-view, and he has a title for a long time. He does the John Cena Open Challenge, and he puts the title over. Yep. Um I think he had the title before he was injured, so I think they're gonna. That's the that's, that's the track that they're gonna follow. I personally think.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I think Kalisto is a great wrestler, great worker, but just doesn't have you know
1: doesn't have the. I, I don't think he. Well, well, this is the thing. His last three matches defending the U.S. title have been on the pre-show.
0: Right.
1: Um. You know, that's not a good look. You know, that the US title should be on the main card. Um especially not for three pay per views in a row. And I think off the strength of that you might want to put the title on Rusev.
0: Yep, yep. Exactly, exactly. So we'll see what happens. Uh I'm gonna to transition to the submission match between Natalia and Charlotte. Are you surprised that Sasha or or Becky are not getting the spotlight, so to speak, or and and you have Becky Lynch Relegated to a few with Emma. Not that it's wrong, not that it's bad. But what are your thoughts on that being coming off probably the greatest women's match in Mania history? That was definitely
1: a great women's match. Um, Very well deserved the props that were given for that match. I'm not surprised by the spot that Becky Lynch has now. Actually, I'm actually um, tuned into that spot a lot. Um, I personally like Emma, and I also like Dana Brooke. Um, I was a fan of both of theirs in the NXT days. Becky Lynch is a great worker. She's definitely good on the mic, I feel. Um, Also, you don't have Naomi around. You don't have Tamina around. The Bella Twins are not around. So you need someone to fill that second spot for the Divas uh, division. Or actually the women's division. I'm sorry, they renamed it. Um, I personally think that Sasha Banks is going to get her time. And I think her time will be at SummerSlam. Um, she knows it WWE knows it I think the fans know it it's just timing is everything just because you're not on TV doesn't mean you're not over uh, Bray Wyatt is not on TV and I personally think he's going to be a champion one day um, I personally think Sasha Banks will be the women's champion um, around SummerSlam yep. Um, I think she will have an angle with Charlotte around that time and you know to kill time they're throwing Natalia at Charlotte we all know Natalia and Charlotte had a great match at NXT several years ago that's still talked about. So they're going to have their series of matches now. Um, maybe, maybe Becky Lynch will get the win um, um, out of the angle with Emma. And right. then from there, she will face Charlotte one-on-one. And then after that, Sasha Banks will get her chance at Charlotte, just them two alone, and she will have her moment at SummerSlam winning the women's title. Yeah, I, I
0: agree with you. I think it's it gonna be Sasha Banks' moment uh, at SummerSlam? They're just waiting and waiting for the right time. But for Natalia, she hasn't been in the spotlight uh, for a while. Are you surprised you know, out the blue that they just give it to her? Like, what are your thoughts on on her? You know, she her being around a,
1: a long time. You know, talking divas. You know, for a diva. I, I, I love, yeah, I love Natalia. Um, in the ring, and I even love her on Total Divas. Um you know we we the, we've all experienced tragic deaths in the Hart family with Davey Boy Smith and Owen Hart and Natalia has done so much for the family she's uh represented them so well she's a great great performer in the ring she um conducts herself very well outside of the ring um doing many different um functions for the WWE she, um she's someone that actually teaches the younger talent um i personally think she deserves to have a run with the women's title but it's a new era um they want to give charlotte a shot they wanted to give her a run with the title i don't see natalia winning the title against charlotte at extreme rules or any time in the near future um natalia's had a great career and i hope she continues her career i mean obviously you have uh brie bella having a semi-retirement Nikki yep. Bella um, is injured, and she might be on her way out as well. And Natalia yep. might be the next one out as well. But she's had a hell of a career, and, you know, the Hart family is still alive with Natalia uh, representing them uh, right now in the WWE.
0: Yep, agreed, 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 man. This transition to Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose, you know, uh, some people were satisfied with this performance at Mania. Um, and then, of course, had a great match. Um, with, Chris Jer- with Chris Jericho, what are your thoughts of Dean Ambrose? You know, I thought he kind of fell short to an extent. Maybe because it was Brock Lesnar, maybe the chemistry wasn't there. What are you thought mm-hmm. on on his match with Lesnar and Mania, and then transitioning into this feud with Jericho? I,
1: I wasn't impressed with his match uh, with Lesnar at Mania. Um, maybe they had uh, time constraints um, yep. as reasons for this match to be so short. But whenever you have a type of match, they had a hardcore match. Yeah. Yep. You expected okay. it to be you expect it to be in the back somewhere. You expected it yep. to be on the street. Um and it was nothing near that. Um I not not only myself but many others expected a lot. But still the feud was very good I felt. Um first of all Dean Ambrose getting the spot with Brock Lesnar at at WrestleMania was huge. Yep. And um that's a compliment as itself. With the Jericho feud uh, with Dean Ambrose, I personally think Chris Jericho is one of the best in carrying an angle. Carrying Mm -hmm. a match in the ring as well as carrying an angle. From um, with Dean Ambrose now or with uh, Shawn Michaels in the past, Triple H, Eddie Guerrero, God rest his soul, and the Mm -hmm. list goes on and on and on. This man knows how to carry an angle. I'm actually um, looking forward to their match at Extreme Rules. I like the fact that they um, brought in the Ambrose Asylum show to battle with the highlight reel. I also yeah. like the fact that they got Mitch the Plant involved and they got the uh, fifteen thousand dollar jacket involved. It's creative. It's something new. It's different. It's something to get your eye open for a second or so. Um, I personally think those two are going to have a series of matches, just like uh, Chris Jericho had with um, AJ Styles, and I, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing having those two against each other. No, I, I agree with you. I agree. Taking a step back with Jericho, um,
0: he wound up you know wound up tying the series with AJ 2 Too, you think he should have lost, that I mania and and put AJ over? Or did, did it matter at this point because AJ's main eventing? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Taking a you know, a lot of people have different opinions. I just want to hear yours on that. I,
1: I, I think WWE logic is that um just because <laughs> just because you lose doesn't mean you're a loser. Right. Um, AJ Styles lost at Mania It's his first time Mania um, He's a TNA guy, he's not a WWE guy I had him winning at Mania AJ Styles, but he didn't um, Not shocked, it's just WWE logic um, you, you know, uh, you just don't have To lose, you look at the Usos the Usos lost in the first round of the tag team tournament To crown the, the number one contenders To the uh, of all Villains And look at them now, they're in the angle with with Gallows, Anderson, and Styles, and with Reigns. So in a lot of ways, yeah, they lost in the first round of the tournament to crown number one contenders for the tag team titles, but they actually won because now look at the angle they're in now. It's an angle that they're in it with... Some well-known guys that have been in the business for a long time, and AJ Styles, and Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. Um, so AJ Styles losing to Chris Jericho in a lot of ways wasn't really a loss. I feel they should have another match. Um, maybe not now, but in the future. A, uh, a, you know what? We're two and two. We need, right. to, you know, we need, to, we need to, you know, we need to um, finish this rival, this rivalry, yeah. right, and see who gets, who, gets, who wins the fifth match. So I, I personally think they should have a fifth match. And I, I think AJ Styles will, will be put over if that happens.
0: I agree. I agree with you, man. I, I totally agree with you. I guess they're just trying to save it, right, for, for a better date, just like they're saving Lesnar or Wyatt, you know, when Wyatt comes back from, from injury. What are your thoughts on that? Um,
1: I, I personally think they, they're definitely saving Bray Wyatt versus Brock Lesnar, probably for uh, SummerSlam because um, Lesnar likes to work for for the big dates. Um, and I personally think it'll be best if Bray Wyatt goes over, if there's a Lesnar versus Wyatt. I'm very high on Bray Wyatt. Um, you know, a lot of people are disappointed that Bray Wyatt didn't have a match at WrestleMania, but let me tell you something. 99 out of 100 wrestlers wish they had a spot with um, The Rock at WrestleMania. Just yeah. having a spot with The Rock at WrestleMania says says that WWE has your back it says they believe in you says you're the future and if not you're the present so I personally think Brock Lesnar and Bray Wyatt will be saved and it's best if Bray Wyatt goes over yep yep
0: exactly Uh, let's transition into Baron Corbin Dolph Ziggler I didn't I didn't didn't see too much of the segment with Ziggler on Mm -hmm. on Monday what do you think of him and and him winning the the Battle Royal at WrestleMania, and then of course, you know, losing your schoolboy, but I guess it was just a prolonged feud. What are your thoughts on, on the whole presentation of Baron Corbin and, and his feud with, uh, with, the, with Dolph
1: Ziggler? Well, Baron Corbin, in my opinion, had a great run with uh, NXT. I mean, obviously he was never NXT champion, but he showed potential um he reminded me of a young kevin nash when i first saw him at nxt um him winning the andre the giant memorial battle royal was a little shock shocker to me um i didn't even think he was going to be in the battle royal but as the match was going on i felt you know what there was a shot of him winning it now all eyes were on wrestlemania so if you're going to put a young talent over have him win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and because of his size, it's believable. Which I felt was a great idea. Um, it, it, he was very well booked for that match. Um, his match with um, his series of matches with Dawes Ziggler has impressed me. I feel that he's done better now in the WWE than he has in. Colin Cassidy, A.K.A. Big Cass, yeah. have stepped up to the plate. And they've outperformed their NXT runs, which yeah. which happens, you know, with the WWE. You know, I mean, I mean, you could say the same for Rusev. You could say the same for Bray Wyatt. But my, me personally, I didn't expect that from both of them, especially Baron Corbin. And I personally think that, um, the future is very bright for Baron Corbin. Um, I think he's going to, you know, he's going to be the one that gets over in the Dolph Ziggler feud. And it wouldn't shock me if he's the um, bodyguard or the the henchman, or one of the henchmen of, of the authority in the future. I, I personally think he can definitely replace a Big Show or a Kane type in that, you know, in that position. And I, I'm looking forward um, to see what Baron Corbin is going to um, is going to do in the future. I agree with you.
0: Yeah, yeah Baron Corbin, he's he impressed me. He, you know, he didn't really impress me too much in NXT, but he's really stepped up his game once he got called to the big roster and big cast despite, you know, wow, you know, I'm happy to hear you know, I'm not happy about the injury, but I'm happy to hear it's just a you know, a concussion. Hopefully Enzo doesn't get any more. But I'm happy that he's taken advantage of the of the singles opportunity while you know Ends up and he's really done a great job. You know,
1: being I mean, eventing
0: <laughs> on mm-hmm. Raw.
1: You know, uh-huh, I, definitely Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, M- sorry, M- uh, not to add what you were saying, um Me, personally, I like to look at the positive of a negative situation. Obviously, none of us wanted to see Enzo go down with the concussion, but the positive is that uh, Big Cass has stepped up to the plate. Um, He was in two segments this past Monday for Raw. He was in the main event. Um, That tells me that WWE believes in him, that the high officials at WWE, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, Vince McMahon, and and others are very high on uh, Big Cass. Um, and that's only going to make him and Enzo better uh, when Enzo does come back.
0: Yep, I agree. I agree, man. So, you know, th- those are some of the main feuds right now. There's, you know, there's a couple of other things, but I don't think it's anything major. As far as the releases, let's talk about the releases. Um, uh-huh. Was there any any of them that, that surprised you in the 8 Or, or like, what are your thoughts on that? I, I know Barrett had a lot of potential. They, you know, they, they used them the wrong way. Um, I agree with what you wrote on Monday on the notes. On on raw uh, that's my favorite thing by the way.
1: <laughs> uh, oh thank you man I, I I appreciate anyone who tells me that my notes for raw every week on the <laughs> yep I like wrestling group is one of their favorite things or so they love it. It's it's yeah. thank you I appreciate the compliments.
0: Yeah man thank you man. So I agree with you I think they you know they took away that I'm afraid I got bad news from Wade Barrett and he just got lost at, in the show mm-hmm. after that. You know, I think Barrett had a lot of potential. He was on the brink of winning the championship with the nexus and then all of a sudden you know injuries happen and and right bad writing but to me you know i'm not shocked about that with about that but i'm i'm surprised that they didn't do anything better with barrett and are you and then as far as some of the other you know uh releases sandow was one guy that was over and before mm-hmm. for whatever reason just had nothing for him like what are your thoughts on on the releases last week
1: Well, first of all, I totally agree with you with uh, what you said about Wade Barrett. Um, Me personally, I wasn't shocked that they released him because of the fact that um, there were a lot of rumors that his contract was ending and he wasn't renewing it um, due to he wants to do movies or something of that nature, which I personally think he's going to wrestle somewhere else, whether it's New Japan, Pro Wrestling, TNA, or um, back in England or even another um, indie affiliate somewhere. Um They dropped the ball big time with the bad news um The bad news gimmick was great. He was being built up for that gimmick every week um going over on some the thing that was picking him up i don 't know what that is called yep. but it it was it was very catchy, and we all know that a wrestler. Um, in wrestling today, or even back ten, fifteen, twenty years ago, you're just a catchway, a catchphrase away from being over. And he had the catchphrase. Yeah. He had something that was extremely catchy for not only non-wrestlers, and they just they just dropped the ball. They didn't want him to be a face. They wanted him to be a heel, and they brought him a heel, and they didn't want him to do the bad news gimmick anymore. Because they yep. want him to be over. But you have to understand something. The best time to strike with an iron is when it's hot. And yep. Bad News gimmick was hot and you needed to strike then. I was actually surprised that they uh, released Sandow. Um, I'm even more shocked that they didn't know how to use him. Yep. Um, they threw so many different gimmicks at Sandow. And he put, he, he went over on every gimmick. Um, everything they did for him. They even had him on the up, up, down, down, um, YouTube channel, which is, uh, run by Xavier Woods, where he plays video games with different superstars. And he was over on there on, on that YouTube channel. He was over wherever you put him at. And I just, don't know, I just don't know why he was released, whether they wanted to reshape the roster or whatever. You couldn't release a man like that. I personally think he's going to be a huge hit in the indies as well as TNA. Um, like you mentioned earlier in your show how WWE once had AJ Styles and they once had EC3 who was Derek Bateman. And um, oh, exactly. they, went to, they went to TNA and they became big stars. There's going to be a big star from this group of guys that were released.
0: You know, oh, yeah. I'm calling
1: it now. You look at Drew McIntyre, who was released about a year ago around this time, and now he's Drew Galloway. He's a main eventer on TNA. He's a TNA champion. Um, and speaking, guys, who, yeah, exactly. I, I'm a huge EC3 fan. I think he's a he's a tremendous, uh, a tremendous worker um, on the mic and in the ring. Yeah. Um, I'm not shocked about Hornswoggle and Zeb Colter being released. Yeah. Um, I personally think there's a chance of them coming back to the WWE. I'm not shocked about Cameron being released. I felt that um, Cameron never got her share. Uh, She was only in NXT for three months. She was brought up to be a Funko Dackle with um, Naomi, to be a dancer with um, Brodus Clay, who's Tyrese right now in TNA. She should have got more time in NXT. And I personally think um, she had the charisma. She had the character. She just didn't have the in-ring work, which WWE, in a lot of ways, dropped the ball. I don't know if she's going to continue having a wrestling career, but I hope she does. Right. The one guy that they dropped the ball on the most, I feel, was Alex Riley. I personally yeah. think Alex, Ryder, Alex Riley right now is a main eventer in TNA. I personally yeah. think this guy can be a huge hit in, in, in the indies, and he actually loves wrestling. He is not in the WWE because he – wanted the money. He wanted the fame. He's actually a wrestler, and he's going to be someone who's going to pursue wrestling somewhere else in another company, whether it's uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling or uh, Lucha Underground or any wrestling organization that's established at this time, and I personally think that he's going to have um, huge success in the future and he needs to be watched by many people and who knows he might one of these guys might return to um, WWE as a a bigger star um, as a main eventer and you know look at AJ Styles like we mentioned earlier you know he was in WWE he was released he went into TNA became a big time star and look at him now um now the key thing is who's going to be next because there's a lot of rumors about other people being released. Um, the Brooklyn Brawler was released, believe it or not. He was in the company for 30 years and he was released. I don't know mm-hmm. why, but he, obviously he wasn't a wrestler, but he was backstage you know, backstage guy. Um, yep. Guys like Kane, Mark Henry, um, Big Show. I know they're not going to be released, but their contracts might be up and they might have a mutual, um, you know, a mutual standpoint where you know both parties wanted their separate ways like we have. And you never know, guys like Fandango, uh, Mojo Riley, um, Tyler Breeze, um, Ty Dillinger, you know, right now, those guys, or even Ryback. Um, um, Adam Rose who was just recently Arrested after getting suspended by WWE for 60 days for using A drug that supposedly his doctor Prescribed to him he's another one that might Be released as well because right now WWE Is on a spree of signing a lot of wrestlers And it'll be very interesting to see What's going to go on but I I feel That Sandow and Alex Riley Were two people that They might regret in the future for releasing Yeah Alex Riley
0: For whatever reason I guess he just was unlucky with injuries, and, and at one point he was mentored by The Miz, and you know he wa- he walked down on the aisle, I believe, at uh, at WrestleMania 27, or, or I believe, or at least leading up to it, um, mm-hmm. and and hey, and I, I agree, he he has he's a great worker, he was passionate when he was
1: a commentator, just was unlucky when it came to injuries and. and- Supposedly, supposedly he was blackballed in some ways. Um, he had an incident with John Cena where I think um, someone looked into someone's bag, either or. Um, right. And I think John Cena didn't like it or something, or Alex Riley reacted in a way that John Cena didn't like. And there's rumors that um, he was actually blackballed because uh, Johnny, C- John Cena never liked him. So um, other than that. I personally think he got the raw end of the deal, and I think he's going to be a huge talent wherever he goes.
0: Yeah, man, I agree. I agree. You you mentioned Adam Rose. Um, you know, I spoke about that a little bit earlier. He was arrested today on, on domestic issues, domestic violence. Um, he's already suspended 60 days. Now, from a PR standpoint, do you think they'll, they'll be release him, similar to, like, Hogan? They just want to dis, uh, disassociate themselves from, from the guy? Or, or do you think they'll wait and see until – more data is released, more information until so we gather the facts.
1: Like, what do you think happened with Adam Rose? Well, I think two things are I think two things are fact factoring that. Um, first of all, Hogan is a bigger name. Um, right. Obviously, he's a legend, and because of that, it's going to be in more news outlets. Yeah. So Adam Rose is, you know, no disrespect to Adam Adam Rose, but he's no Hulk Hogan. Right. and also um it all depends on what type of guy Adam Rose is in the locker room um is he a hard worker is he there every day is he um does he have backstage heat mm-hmm. um i think that all depends um if he if he does not then there's a chance well he might stay in the future or you know WWE might be forced to to release him because they have too many guys and they want right. they want to bring in more people in um like you mentioned earlier the young bucks Kenny Omega mm-hmm. I personally think one day they will be in the WWE whether it's in uh this year or in 2017 mm-hmm. um also some NXT guys are going to be coming up soon mm-hmm. um even more you know even yeah, I know Baron Corbin um Sami Zayn Enzo Big Cass and Apollo Crews were just brought up but they're going to bring up Finn Balor they're going to bring up Bailey uh I personally think Mojo Raleigh is either going to be brought up or he's going to be cut so it's a pecking order, and um, right now Adam Rose is in the bottom of that pecking order. He might be forced to be released because, you know, they want to bring in other guys. Right, and
0: and it's like uh, it's like running a team, man, you know, I, and I know they could afford it. I know they could afford a ledger tax, but, you know, there's, there's only so many people you could have on one roster. Plus, you have all the, all the guys coming back from injury. You have the Cena, mm-hmm. the Rollins, uh, Wyatt of the world. Um, mm-hmm. Morton coming back, so yeah, you're right There's going to be, I'm pretty I, won't, I wouldn't be shocked if there's another wave Of cuts to make room for those guys So yeah, and I. I and like you said Adam Rose is not a priority right now So
1: I think he might be on the way out Yeah, I mean uh, it, it can happen, but um, Like I said before, um, you know he's not, he's not a Hulk Hogan, but at the same time It all depends on what type of guy he is backstage
0: um, so leading up into Extreme Rules, you know, we spoke about the five matches. Pr- most likely, Baron Corbin will be in the program with Dolph. Uh, do you see any other matches happening? I know uh, Epic and Primo are repackaged yet again as Puerto-, uh-huh. <laughs> Puerto Rico. Do you see them doing something at Extreme Rules? Do you see Darren Young with, Bar- with Bob Backlund doing something at Extreme Rules? Do you? See- I don't know. Do you see... The gold of Fandango, Dash, R-Truth, you, do you see that happening at Extreme Rules?
1: That well, happens? first, I, I, don't think any, I don't think none of those gentlemen will be at Extreme Rules unless they're doing a promo. Um, right. You know, like a, like a, like a skit mm-hmm. uh, in between matches. Other than that, I do not see them on, um, on Extreme Rules. Uh, I would like to say that Epico and Primo being repackaged, I think it's a good thing. I actually think they're, actually, they're good workers in the ring. Um, according to dirt sheets, they're actually great people backstage. What I hope they do is bringing Carlito into the fold. Yeah. yeah. And they have their, uh, Puerto Rican new day. Yeah. And I think they can do it. And I think they can pull it off, especially if they let Carlito be Carlito. Now yeah. with Darren Young and Bob Backlund, I'm very impressed with that, um, booking. Um, I personally think Darren Young is very talented in the ring. He's also talented on the mic. Um, I really liked him with uh, Titus O'Neil when they were the prime time players. I felt prime time players did not get their due. Bob mm-hmm. Backlund, Bob Backlund can put a light pole over. This man has a, a uncanny ability to get the crowd's attention. The crowd, him. Um, even though they boo him, even though they think he's crazy, they can get his attention. So when you put Darren Young and Bob Backlund together, who believe it or not are actually good friends in real life. They actually do have a relationship. I personally think they can do some good things uh, with that gimmick. And Darryl Young has always been a good guy in the locker room, um, according to a lot of dirt sheets. Um, Mm -hmm. You mentioned uh, the Tyler Breeze, um, Fandango, Doldas, and R-Truth. I personally think they're either evaluating those four guys, especially Tyler Breeze and Fandango, or what they're trying to do is they're trying to put in the long run, um, Fandango and the tag team with Tyler Breeze, and have okay. them feud with Goldust and r Truth. I personally think that's what's going to happen.
0: Right, and kind of like flip flip flop, right, and eventually. Yes, exactly.
1: Flip flop. In the long run, is Goldust together with uh, r Truth and Tyler Breeze together with Fandango, which I I I wouldn't mind seeing Fandango together with Tyler Breeze. They might they might form something interesting. Right. Right. Um,
0: I almost forgot about one match, other matches that, that signed. It's, uh, you mentioned the New Day against the Vaud Villains. Of course, the Vaud Villains uh-huh. won it because of an unfortunate circumstance. I thought they were going to win the match anyway. Uh, but they wound up winning the tournament, and and, square, and now they're going to square off against the New Day. Um, what do you expect from this matchup? It's it's a sensitive situation because you're the Vaud Villains, you have a new team from NXT, you don't want to hurt their momentum. You have the New Day, who has a lot of momentum, will always. Dating back to SummerSlam, like, how do you think this ends? It's, uh, this ends at Extreme Rules.
1: I personally think New Day's gonna win. Um, it's all a matter of who's gonna be in the ring, uh, yep. which two of the three. All okay. uh, villains have done have done very well since being called up from the from the um from NXT. They're doing better than I thought that mm-hmm. I thought they would. Um, I personally think that. In the long run, while villains will be jobbers in the tag team division. I'm not thrilled by them, but at the same time they actually, you know, like I said, you know, a couple of minutes, a couple of seconds ago, um, they're actually doing better than I thought. I personally think this is leading up to um one day feuding with uh Gallows and Anderson or yep. even Epico and, and Primo. Yep. Um also you also have big cats and and um Enzo Big Cass and, and uh, Enzo, um, who want to shout at those titles. And not to mention the Dudley Boys, who I feel will be the next champions. Um, I personally think that two things are going to happen this summer. The Dudley Boys become champions, mm-hmm. and uh, Bubble Ray Dudley turns on Devon to become Bully Ray. Bully Ray. I think that's okay. what's going to happen. Um, right. So I personally think this is just another filler match for something bigger down the road, like Summerslam. Um, the Dullies versus um, New Day, either before summer, right before Summerslam, or on Summerslam.
0: Right. And then you also have uh, the fact that I believe his girlfriend or fiance,
1: whatever, Velvet Sky, released from
0: jail.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think she's she's NXT bound. It's it's a matter of when she will be at NXT or WWE. I I personally think she will make her debut. She will be the female version of uh, Eric Young and Bobby Roode and those those signings. You know those TNA signings that they end up on on um, NXT. For example, Samoa Joe was the first one of the of the batch. I yep. think she'll be the first female to do that.
0: Exactly. 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 All right, man. So, you know, that, you know, I, I'm I'm short on time, so we spoke a lot. We spoke about, we basically ran down the Extreme Rules card mm-hmm. for now, and, and we also spoke about a couple of other things. There's one more thing I want to do, and then we'll wrap up, is that you mentioned Ryback. So, you know, Ryback uh-huh. is an interesting character. Um, his contract is up. He's talking about how, he, they, you know, the WWE should pay for his hotels. Most companies do, which they do. <laughs> if, if,
1: uh Exactly.
0: If, so um, you know, my job whenever I have to do something across the country, they they pay for it. So and I and I believe most co- uh, corporations do that. Um, what are your thoughts on that whole situation with Ryback um, and him trying to renegotiate his contract? Um, I I
1: personally, I pers- uh, mean, I, I think Ryback is very talented. He's missing something. I just don't know what it is. Um, I don't know okay. if it's a manager or he needs to be in a stable. But um, I I think he's right about the hotels where um where we should pay for the hotels for the performers um talent being paid the same i don't think i don't think that's not I, I don't i don't agree with him with that um i'm hoping things work out with Ryback. um if he's in the indie scene or he's in TNA he's another guy that, that can main event TNA tomorrow um i i just hope it works out but there's some things i agree with i agree with like the hotels and there's some things i disagree with with uh, wrestlers getting paid the same way
0: Yep. 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 I agree, man. Yep. We'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Um, especially, you know, in the, in the days to come. All right, man, mm-hmm. thank you
1: for coming on the show again. I really appreciate I, it. I just want, if, if I can plug, if oh, I can please, plug please. one thing. Plug the show, plug, plug the viewing party. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, for, for those that don't know, um, you know, I'm part of, yep. I like wrestling, which is a company that was created by, uh, Sonny Sofrito. We have a Facebook group, we have a Twitter, we have an Instagram, and we've been throwing parties since 2011, Royal Rumble Act to be exact. Um, we've had people like um, Peter Rosenberg of Hot 97 and ESPN, Noel Foley, the daughter of um, Mick Foley. We've had uh, Sonny, the Hall of Famer. We've had Robbie E. We've had uh, Shelly Martinez, uh, Marty Jannetty. We've had um, Mark Henry jtg of crime time uh, we've all had all those people either appearing or hosting one of our parties we will be having a pay-per-view party at legends bar in nyc it's 6 west 33rd street uh, May 22nd, Sunday. Yep, I like wrestling. Shout out to Sonny Sofrito, as well as um admins uh Peter Romansky and Steffi Silver. Also another shout out uh to uh, Sir Wilkins who uh the, who um runs um WPPV parties who helps us as well. Um we have If you ever, ever want to be at a party with other wrestling fans and watch the WWE Extreme Rules, this is the party for you. We've had several independent wrestlers from Ring of Honor um, 2 KW, which is based in the Bronx. Um, House of Glory, Warriors of Wrestling, appear in our parties, having a good time with other wrestling fans. Just recently we had a uh, wrestler named Frankie Flo, who's the head promoter of this promotion called Legendary Action Wrestling. They just recently had a show in Yonkers that I attended, which was a great, great show. He was at our WrestleMania party. He had a great time. Um, it, it's just a fun party. For more information, you can log on to YepIlikeWrestling.com, or you can find us on Twitter and uh, Instagram at YUP I-L-W, or you can look us up on Facebook at YUP I Like Wrestling. We have a Facebook group and we have a fan page. Our fan page has over 1500 followers. Our Facebook group has 6500 followers. Our Twitter account has 1500 followers. Our Instagram account has 6500 followers. Hashtag YUP I Like Wrestling or hashtag YUP ILW. Extreme Rules, May twenty second, party at Legend, 33rd Street, NYC. Free admission with the purchase of a meal. Hope to see all you there. Thank,
0: thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, and I trust me. Thank uh,
1: you for I, ha- thank you for having me. This is a great show. This is a podcast that I've recommended to other people. Um, you've been a great friend for many many decades, and and, and it's a good thing that we have wrestling something in common that we can just talk about for hours and hours and hours. It's a great feeling.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. And, and you know, and, and talking from experience, going to the payback party, it's a great time. I re- truly recommend it if you haven't uh, taken advantage yet. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. Oh, not a problem, man. Anytime, man. Have a nice night. You too, man. All right. Take care. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So that was Kervin, uh Delgado, uh, from the yep, I like wrestling. Uh, um, you know, and they have over sixty five hundred followers on uh, our on or individuals on Facebook. When I first joined them a year ago, uh, they were at five thousand, so they're they're up almost close to two thousand uh, more followers. So hey, they're doing a great job. They're doing great things. It's a great time and great people. Um, so so if you ever done so, check it out. If you're in the area, May twenty second for Extreme Rules. If if you can't afford or unfortunately cannot attend the the pay per view, which is right here at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey, if you don't want to go too far, but at the same time, uh, cheer on or, or boo on with wrestling fans, please check out the party, uh, the wrestling uh, viewing parties at Legends. All right, so we're going to wrap up here uh, with about eight minutes to spare. So we spoke to E.T. Negro, broke the internet in. <laughs> <laughs> and had two separate seconds with the guy did not get to talk about a lot of things, such as the, um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, I want to go into detail with uh, my the, the house of glory experience, but I guess I could just put that together, you know, for tomorrow or, or wait till after Friday and, and then do a recap of the BCW show and do a recap of house of glory. I could do a recap on that. Um, so most likely what I'll do is I'll have a second independent show um over the weekend uh, and i'll discuss my experience of house of glory the experience bcw um so much is going on with ring of honor and, and whether it's adam cole joining the bullet club or, or also adam page i believe to an extent there's so much going on in the world of pro wrestling this saturday ring of honor being terminal four or five whatever it's called in the city um of course, you have the BCW show on the 13th, then you have the 20th, you have the Tier one wrestling with um, all those wrestlers that I mentioned before, so a lot happening. So I really appreciate, thank you, ET Negro, for coming on the show, and and I'm working it out. Most likely, I'll be there to support you and watch the main event between him and Bull Dempsey, I'll still call him, okay. I don't know, Bull James, I guess is a new name, um, for trademark reasons, and... And then you also have the Moose, uh, who's from Ring of Honor, a former football player as well. So it should be a great triple threat main event, and um happy to support. Uh, thank you, uh, Kervin Delgado. Thank you, Yep, I Like Wrestling. You guys have been great. I've met a lot of great people to an extent. You know, big shout-out to Sonny Sofrito, of course, Kervin, of course, Stephanie Silver, of course, Peter Romansky, of course, um, uh, Kenny, of course, who who runs or owns the Soul Exchange uh, sneaker convention. Uh, kudos to, of course, uh, David Vargas, who I also went to college with, uh, undergrad at least. So, so yeah, man. So shout out to all you guys, uh, Brandon Jolly, Janelle Garcia, which I also saw at the um, at the House of Glory show. Daniel Muhammad, which I also saw at the House of Glory show. Um, Raymond Sanchez, which I also saw at the House of Glory show. I saw a lot of you guys. At the House of Glory so- show. Hopefully you guys are listening. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. choke Radio is here. It is here. 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 It'll be my two year anniversary this October. You know, knock on wood. see Dios vida. Hopefully we'll be here for years to come, and, and hopefully we'll we'll blow up. We, we've been, I've been doing the work. You know, very informally, but networking, event here, event there, event here, event there. I eventually, hopefully, I, I make it to the big time. Hopefully, we all, we, all, we all stand on each other's shoulders and hopefully reach the top, reach the brass ring. That's, that's a great analogy. We all stand on each other's shoulders and, and reach, reach the top and grab that brass ring. All right, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are attending the BCW show at the Elks Lodge on Friday, 8 o'clock bell time, hopefully I'll make it on time. I am coming from Jersey that day i um, looking forward to seeing you guys. If you're not, hopefully I'll see you at a future independent wrestling show or a wrestling viewing party at some point. Or um, if I don't see you, I'm not looking like I'm attending extreme rules. Hopefully I'll see you at some point, SummerSlam weekend. Uh, that'll be the next time WWE wise, I'll be hanging out. So hopefully I'll see you on Friday for the BCW show. Most likely I'll attend the hog show on the 17th. Of course, August 19th is a high-intensity show with Drew Galloway making his House of Glory debut and Mickey James as well. So hopefully I'll see you at the next couple of shows. All right, people. It's been a pleasure. Stay classy. This is Jim Russell. Take care.